0: Happy Wednesday, truckers. This is time for episode 86 of the Brother Trucker Book Club podcast. We'll call this one Salute Your Shorts. You want to know why? You're going to have to listen. Ready and... Short stories are hard to write effectively and in a lot of ways they're even harder to read because... For me, anyway, I like to sink my teeth into something satisfying. Uh, I don't want to sit down and have a buffet every single time, and that's why I stopped reading massive, massive fantasy uh, the way that I used to. But I've I've never really had a love for the short story medium, just because it's it's a glimpse into something fascinating, and it's hard to get a, a satisfying look at that without you know really running the full gamut. And those glimpses don't don't really show you everything that could be interesting about it within reasonable bounds. Uh, It's part of the reason why I don't really care for anthologies and that's with me having been published in two or three of them. So, knowing that, uh, I want you to know that I gave this next story, which is a, a bit of a short story. I guess you could say it's 123 pages, but considering the author who wrote it, it's definitely short. I gave this one five stars when I read it in 2017. It is called... Snapshot by Brandon Sanderson. This is the same guy who writes the big 11, 1200 page Stormlight Archive novels. Yeah, he also had this short idea and uh, he developed it to perfection. Um, One of the main reasons, like I said, that I don't really care for short fiction is that just as as soon as your appetite gets whetted, you know that it's over and you're probably never going to go back to that world. Um, Sanderson is very, very skilled at... At fitting an entire concept and an entire story into a, a very short span, um, I could mention a number of his books, and I'll probably you know do that later on with other titles but uh snapshot is probably his his best execution on that uh, it's a science fiction detective story main character is a guy named Anthony Davis and he's a cop assigned to what's called Snapshot Duty. Snapshot is this tech in the future where you can. Recreate almost like a like a holodeck on Star Trek, uh, an actual event in history, in inside like a self-contained space, and then you send somebody into the snapshot, like into the holodeck, and you you allow them to examine it from uh, angles that nobody ever saw or nobody was ever witnessed to, and uh, the legality of it is discussed. They find ways to make the evidence admissible in court. It's some you know trick of quantum mechanics or something that. The point is that this technology works and what it depicts is accurate, realistic, and and proven. And so these uh, snapshot detectives, they go into snapshots of certain events at certain times, and uh, if they need to find, you know, catch a murderer or catch a, a thief or catch, you know, what have you, they're able to do so. Now that's fascinating enough, but it wouldn't be Sanderson if there wasn't just a gut punch plot twist and I will say nothing else beyond that because as as Anthony Davis is trying to solve this incredibly difficult murder case, it gets more and more complex as it goes. And uh, I, I gotta say it, it's not something that I saw coming at all. The audio book of it is about two hours, maybe. And um, the like I said, the, the print edition is about 123 pages. I got it on audio and later that year bought it in print because it was worth owning. And this is not the last Sanderson short story that I will plug here with affectionate praise. But find yourself a copy of Snapshot. It should be cheap on on an e-reader. A print copy shouldn't be all that much. And if you've got an Audible credit to burn on it, I would highly recommend that you do so. In perusing the archives of the Brother Trucker Book Club podcast, it baffles me that I have not yet done an episode on the Chronicles of the Imaginarium Geographica by James A. Owen. But because the theme of this episode is shorts, and that series has seven volumes of it and they get longer and longer as it goes, uh, I will save that for a future episode because, holy crap, this is one that... uh, would be a good entry point into his writing and the way that he shapes his world. So James A. Owen, he's a guy that I've met a couple of times, um, friends with him on, on Facebook and, and he's good about, you know, interacting with people that he's friends with, uh, there. He is, man, the, the dude is just a, a poet and a, a consummate artist. Um, if you think I heap praise on Ray, Ray Bradbury, James Owen calls him dad. Yeah. It, it's just, man his His way of viewing the world and and uh, you know, especially through an artistic lens makes for some very entertaining reading and storytelling. But as with Gary Paulson, who I praised on Monday, uh, some of owen 's most fascinating stories are the true ones that really happened to him, and uh, none are more inspiring, I think than the ones contained in drawing out the dragons. He originally wrote this book and published it via I think a Kickstarter campaign in 2011. I was able to get my hands on a copy of it later that year. And uh, it's one of the few books that I've read cover to cover, as it were, on uh, on an iPod touch back when I had one, back frick eight years ago. Drawing Out the Dragons is the story of James A. Owen deciding in his youth to be an artist and the, uh, the great lengths that he went to to achieve that as well as the people that helped him along the way and believed in his vision, um, there were even setbacks, including uh, several times when he thought that he was about to achieve his dream and and uh, finally, you know, break through and become an artist, become an animator, and all that stuff. And that just how he had the rug yanked out from underneath him several times, and how hard he had to hustle to make publishing deals happen. And you know, finally, uh, achieve some semblance of stability with, uh, with with you know the in the pursuit of of getting his craft out there. Um, one of the more significant developments in the book is back when he was an independent comic artist. Uh, he got into a car accident and his drawing hand was shattered, and uh, you know, doctors told him like you're you're not a cartoonist you were a cartoonist you were an illustrator Um, he has about 20 percent of the use of his hand back but uh, you know through the hard hard work and the the belief in the vision that he had for his own life he was able to get enough of that mobility back to where he can still draw Um, this is a book that he's done in the form of a presentation a number of times at different venues and if any of my writer friends are listening to this you probably know what i'm talking about uh, in February of 2012, he did a presentation of this at Life, the Universe, and Everything. That was just immensely powerful, and, and like everybody just who hears it, I mean, I mean the motivation is real. It's it's strong. It's there, and it's it's hard not to start building your own mythology that you believe in. Start you know constructing your own dreams and and fulfilling your own purpose. Uh, he did this visual demonstration where he said, you know, hold out your hand and and spread your fingers apart as far as you can and everybody could do it. And, you know, you could flex your fingers. We had the dexterity and everything. He says, okay, here's the best I can manage. And he held up his right hand and yeah, it was like, he wasn't even trying, but he had the mobility that he needed between his uh, index finger and his his thumb and could move his wrist and everything. And that allowed him to draw, which uh, gets even more amazing. If you've ever seen his artwork and realize that he relies very heavily on cross hatching and hatching in general as a shading method, which requires immensely precise hand movements. Um, So drawing out the dragons is among the better non-fictions that I've read in my life. And, uh, the lessons contained therein were ones that I fell back on when I got kicked in the pants in 2013 and found myself, you know, falling downward into, uh, into trucking school and then slowly climbing my way out over the next year. Um, I had battled for years through the querying phases and trying to get into publishing and finally decided, you know what, this sucks. Um, I believe in my own skills as an artist and as a storyteller and I'm, I'm gonna do this the indie way. And that directly led to the publication of my Engines of Liberty trilogy. And I learned tons through doing that that I would have never learned just through the regular grind process. That was the same way that James A. Owen learned. So pick up a copy of Drawing Out the Dragons. Uh, To my knowledge, it's not available in an audio format, so you'll have to get a print copy or uh, an ebook copy, which they're usually pretty inexpensive. Here on Goodreads, it says that this one is as much as $4.99. And even for a book that is only 128 pages, it's completely worth it. So check that one out. And that'll do it for today. You guys know the drill. Drive safe. See you out there. We'll talk to you on Friday about uh, Mount Leg Day.